Good morning. I hope that you are well. I decided to uh, do a podcast while I am outside walking. That is the amazing thing of technology. (laughs) Um, And so today, I hope that you are well. I hope that you're doing well and that your your morning is starting off well. Um, Write me and let me know what your favorite thing is that you like to eat for breakfast. I'm a breakfast person. I love sweets. Um, Since I changed my whole eating habits, I uh, decided to, I do alternatives for sweets uh, for the most part. Sometimes I don't. Um, Like I love chocolate. Um, I love chocolate and I love making chocolate chip cookies. Um, I don't do them every day, uh, but I make them every now and then. It brings me joy. And I like making them for my family. So there's that on that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I would like to know what your favorite breakfast is. My favorite breakfast always involves something sweet. (laughs) So uh, since I'm eating healthier, I um, actually do oatmeal pancakes. Um, Yes, I'm going to give you the recipe. So the recipe is um, I do a half cup of gluten-free oatmeal. I puree it in the food processor uh, for about a minute. And then afterwards, I do um, add a a table, I'm sorry, a teaspoon of baking powder, uh, about maybe one fourth teaspoon of salt. Um, I do the maruki. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but it's a natural sweetener with zero calories, zero carbs, and zero um, grams of sugar. So I'll put a little bit of that to add sweet, add a little cinnamon, and I put one fourth cup of blueberries after I puree the dry stuff. So all of my dry ingredients, I puree in the food processor. I add one egg uh, into another bowl. I pour the dry ingredients from the mixer um, into a bowl. I add one egg, um, uh, put the, you know, the one fourth cup of blueberries. I stir, stir, stir. I oil the pan with a little bit of ghee and I live my life. And, and (laughs) I pour it in the pan. Um, it takes about maybe mm, eight minutes, about eight minutes to make. Um, I flip it over and I, I use sugar-free or allulose syrup. You're welcome. <laughs> I do about two tablespoons of that. And yeah, and I, and I go work out. So it's really a good, it tastes really yummy because I love sweets. And um, not only that, it's really a good, um, it's really, really good fuel for working out because I work out very hard, uh, very intense, just the truth. <laughs> and so um, it helps me fuel. Um, I, I want to share something with you today, a topic. Um, you might hear some noise in the background because as I said, I'm going walking, but um, I don't, I decided to do this um, um, really um, spontaneously um, as I'm going walking. Um, that's just kind of how I roll. <laughs> I sometimes I'll sit down and have the studio session and I'll set up the mics and, you know, but for the most part, I like to go with the flow. 
Um, but anyway, uh, what I want to share with you on today, um, and that is uh, fear of rejection. Uh, one of the things that I have um, overcame and continue to work on that has freed myself and that is the fear of rejection. And I know that this is really a hot topic for a lot of people. And that's really fear. Um, and this is really good. My heart is feeling really, really good to share this because I know this will set someone free. Um, I really had a hard, uh, challenging time, per se, as you can say, growing up. Um, there was uh, some instances and experiences that I encountered that made me want to hide. Um, when I think about just children, when, that's why I love kids, because, because for the most part, um, I would say under the age of four, maybe under the age of five, they are pretty much their authentic selves. Um, you know, their authentic selves, uh, the, the society really hasn't set in quite all the way. Um, and then as they get older, if you notice, even, you know, when I used to be a public school teacher, uh, even if you notice as they get older, their true self, uh, dies down, you know, they hide even more and, uh, due to fear, due to beliefs, due to conforming into what others want them to be. And so for me, I had uh, those experiences like, like many, and I had to really work through them. Um, how did I know that I needed to step into my power and release from them? Well, I recognized that I needed to step into my own power and release from them when I had my encounter with God because my life was like an earthquake. It was, it was bad. It was not going well. And in short, God was just telling me that your life is the way that it is because of your beliefs, in short, because of your attachments. And uh, the, 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 it, it was the transformation that I had was very, very painful. The reason why it was painful was because of the energy that I was releasing and letting go of. Um, and something that my body was holding onto, which was fear. Um, you ever think of, about uh, the re, uh, when you do, when a person goes to rehab or when they're being uh, going through detox, right, of drugs, that is hard, right? It's challenging. The body wants to hold on to it. It wants to hold on to that feeling, hold on to that memory. memory. And so it takes a considerable amount of decision, courage to, one, recognize the power that you truly have that's inside of you. Oh my goodness, the power that you truly have that lives on the inside of you, which is that voice, that still small voice, that intuitive voice that, that always speaks. Um, and it's not, I call it the voice of God. 
Um, I definitely call it the voice of God, the Holy Spirit. It speaks to us. It's, 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 that's our guiding compass. But for, for me, and I, I know I can speak for others, um, that gets, can get ignored or dulled down because of our fear, because of our fear of rejection or because of our, our excuses, my excuse that I used to make up in my head as to why I couldn't. I remember having um, this, you know, intuitive, I still have it until to this day where it would tell me to do something and I would be afraid to do it because of fear of rejection. And I would use it that excuse, you know, well, I can't do it again. Well, I can't do that because all these excuses. So I want to ask you today, what are your excuses? I paused for a reason. What are your excuses? Write them down. Take a time to take a moment and and think, what are your excuses as to why you are in your own way? What are your excuses as to why you are in your own way? Notice how I worded that. I have used the Bible, I have used, I have heard excuses from myself and from people who I know who are, um, you know, who are uh, faith believers, right, believe in God or uh, Christian background or even any other religious background. I noticed that from my experience, from my experience and also from uh, just listening to, just listening to other people who are great people, but I can see the block that they have within themselves um, because that was a block that I had within myself. That's why I was able and, and, and am still able to identify a block in a person's life because I recognize the block that was in my own life. This is why I'm able to help people because I actually sit with myself. I ask God, I ask the questions, I ask the hard questions, and I sit with myself, I sit with the triggered part of me, I sit with myself, and and, and I had to say, where is this coming from, you know, what has allowed me, how have I gotten in my own way, it's easy to, here's the thing, I prayed, you know, I prayed to God, for answers for God to help me in different areas. I was like, I need your help. And immediately that morning, that following morning, I felt this urge to act upon, to act upon a decision, to act upon something. And I recognized right then I was shown that there was a fear within myself that blocked that flow from coming through me. When you think of, can we stop there? Can we pause there? That's the truth. When you think of 
stories in the Bible. When you think of Moses, when God told Moses to um, deliver the people out of uh, from Pharaoh, right? Deliver his people out of Pharaoh. And when God told Moses to do that, notice that God didn't do it for Moses. God told Moses, God gave him the power, the unction to do, but Moses had to be the one to do it. And I think that that is the huge illusion, how many of us view God as meaning like there is no effort on your part in doing. Yes, there is a time for resting There is a time for, right? There's a time for reaping. There's a time for sowing. There's a time for resting. There's a time for working. You know, there's a time for all that. But we have that rhythm within us. We have that rhythm. I'm going to say that again. We have that rhythm within us. I'm going to say that again. We have that rhythm within us. We have that natural divine flow. But when we're plugged into different stuff, we're plugged into other beliefs other human baggage we're plugged into the world system when we're plugged into past hurts when we're plugged into other attachments when we're plugged into how people or how relatives think that you should believe and how you should view the world and they want you to view the world through their eyes based out of their own hurts right you know sometimes relatives are given advice and they mean well They really, really do. But take an examination and discern for yourself. Because not everything, don't agree with everything just because it's a loved one and they mean well. You have to discern for yourself. Because not everything that you hear is meant to rest in your spirit as your truth. Sometimes we are agreeing to things unconsciously. Sometimes we are agreeing to things unconsciously. We are agreeing to things unconsciously and we attach to that spiritually. And then we wonder why we can't break from it. Or we wonder why why certain things keep showing up in our lives. It's because when you sit back and take an examination, you recognize, sitting back recognizing, what am I attached to? What are my beliefs? Isn't that good? And so I just really wanted to share that with you. Um, to trust yourself, to listen to yourself, to listen to God. And when you pray, when you go to God earnestly, when you pray that the answers will be, will will reveal itself, but you have to be the one to heed to it. Sometimes it's a feeling, sometimes it's an unction. And practicing that. There is no perfect um, way of doing it. I'm saying it again. There's no perfect way of doing it. But just trusting that. And releasing yourself from the outcome. Because when we hold on to the outcome. We're holding on to fear. We're holding on to still that rejection. We're holding on to that. And we aren't setting ourselves free. Right? We aren't setting ourselves free. This is why you have the power to tread upon serpents. You have the power, right? I've given you, for I have given you the power, right? Says God. We have to act upon that because it already lives within us. 
And so it takes it takes work. Yep. It takes work. It takes a decision. It takes pausing. It takes grace. It takes that. But you have it in you to do it. I was talking with my amazing personal trainer this morning. And she was just saying, talking about how, um, uh, what was she saying? <laughs> she was talking about how, um, you know, oh, working out. She was talking about how some of the um, clients that she has, she was saying, you know, she's been doing it for 20 years. And she was just overall talking about, um, it's about the mindset She's like, because you're not going to want to do it. It's never, it's never going to be a perfect scenario to you making the decision to um, changing your life, changing your health, making your body look how you desire for it to look. It's never a perfect way. Never. You just have to make that decision. And sometimes that's, that's with us. Like the spirit will say, do, right? And then when we don't act upon that because of our fear show yourself grace right because it's a practice it's like it's a practice it's a practice it's a practice look at your neighbor and say it's a practice <laughs> it's a practice it's a practice okay and you got to put it into play and release yourself from the outcome knowing that when you are attaching yourself from the outcome You're still holding on to the energy, the energy of fear. But God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love. But of love and of power and of a sound, a sound mind. That's all I got. I'm happy that you went walking with me this morning. (laughs) That was good stuff, right? All right, you can go back to drinking your coffee or doing whatever you were doing. Um, Have a great day. Hope this rests in your spirit. And uh, may we all be well and live out um, the calling and the truth that is already within us. All right. Bye. I also wanted to invite you on my 12-month program that I am, um, that I'll be launching next week. It'll actually be throughout the year, um, but I believe that coaching helps. Um, Coaches help identify what you have blocked that you don't recognize is blocked. And yes, it is up to you to take those actions and to shift and change your life. However, having a coach um, who is on a higher vibration, um, who has healed areas that you haven't healed yet, um, they've been where you've been, so they're able to identify that. Um, so if what I shared with you speaks with you, and if you would like to release and the, and the internal weight as well um, as your external weight, I have a 12-month program that I'll be launching called Heal Your Heart's Dis-Ease, where you'll discover how to heal yourself. So, so good. How to heal the internal weight. And it's a 12-month program um, that has literally changed my whole life. Everything that I have learned on this five-year journey um, of healing and love um, has is in this 12-month program. So it comes with um, many 
different topics. It's a self-paced program, online program, um, with many videos of me teaching on many different topics, such as, first of all, the first month is talking about having healing your relationship with food and um, the very plan that I went on uh, five years ago that helped me first lose my initial 50 pounds and then now today um, 70 pounds. Woohoo, look at me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's a, that, that very plan. Um, it breaks all of that down. And uh, then uh, that's usually the question that most people ask me how did you lose the weight, right? Um, but uh, I also heal people from fear and past traumas, the things that I have experienced and gone through. And to really open and heal your life through love. Uh, that's really what it's all about, right? Um, the greatest gift is love. And so a lot of the barriers and stuff that we feel we have to hold on to and we have to carry, um, we don't. And um, so that whole program is pointing out and shedding light on what your own blocks are and showing you uh, actionable, easy tools to release and let the stuff go. Um, so, you know, it's about shifting and raising your vibration higher. Um, a lot of the cycles that we keep repeating is because of a belief that we keep repeating unconsciously that we really quite aren't aware of. And you've ever heard, I know you've heard the saying, you're, you're so powerful, you're so powerful. But we're really going to break that down so we can, I can help you understand what that is and what that truly, truly means, okay? Um, so if that uh, piques your interest, <laughs> um, you can go ahead and either email me at a higher love at cammynight.com or you can um, write me. I also will leave the link at the bottom to learn more information. Um, and that's it. Alrighty. Have a great day.